even just a poverty mindset. Me, I had so many experiences and traumas that I had not dealt with that I was that I was so broken in the inside. So when you broken in the inside, you broken in the pockets and in the mind. You know what I'm saying? You're listening to the Own Your Keys podcast, where we give you tools to own your keys, not just any keys, your keys to life. We're talking about copreneurship, finances, real estate, business, balance, and all things in between. We have Jay, the executor, and Mink, the visionary. Two different personalities, but one common goal. And together, they're teaching people how to master money, marriage, and magnitude. What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> yes, you are tuned into the On Your Keys podcast, episode number one. Because the last one was intro, so we're not even really going to say that was like number one. We're going to say that was like the intro. But this is On Your Keys, like I said again podcast dang episode number one what's your name oh my name is mink it's your boy jay goday what's up y'all what's up what's up what's up y'all so today someone wanted to talk about our start so let's go down memory lane Ooh, that's a long time no it's not it kind of is and it's kind of not but Man, so when you think about this time, it's just like I, when I think about it, I think about how how different you know our minds were at that time. Yeah. Like, so we're going down memory lane to talk about marriage, or we're going to talk about business, or I mean, what? I think I think for us it's kind of a little bit of both because we we basically did both of those things around the same time. Yeah. Well, we started. Okay, so we got married in two thousand and thirteen. We got married. Um, we got married on a beach in Florida, mm-hmm. and um, I was, I wasn't, I don't think I, I think, oh, I had just got, so I'm a veteran, I think I told you guys that before, so I was in the Air Force for uh, 10 years, and um, we got married, and I had just got a job at Chase, I was a reservist at, yeah, I was a reservist, mm-hmm. and you were a probation officer counselor, and yeah juvenile probation and um yeah so that was like we got married um and we didn't start the business until 2015 so actually I got the LLC in 2014 but we didn't officially start the business until 2015 but I had been researching it for um like I had been researching it for a while because I've always been an entrepreneur. When I was in my first marriage, I got married really young with uh, my daughter, Sad. And I started a in-home daycare. And that was maybe I was probably like 18, 19, I'm thinking. So I've always been an entrepreneur. Um, I always desired to have the finer things in life. And I I just always knew that I wanted to work for myself. Um, That was, that's like my... I guess my portion of it. Well, let's kind of go back a little bit. Like, you know, like you said, when we started the business, we, we got married in 2013. We started the LLC. Um, 
I want to say right after we got married in 2014, but right after we got married in September, we made we were we were leasing a house, and we made a decision to say we're gonna move with your parents, we're gonna yeah. move with her parents, so we could save money to purchase our own home. Right. And, uh, and she came with the idea, and I was like, I'm not really feeling that. I'm like, yeah. you know, I'm originally from New Orleans. If y'all don't, you know, if y'all not from Louisiana, I'm from New Orleans. I we live in Baton Rouge. I've been in Baton Rouge, so we're I'm originally from New Orleans. But I have I've been on my own since I was 18. So ever since I started college, I was on my own. I never went back home. I never, you know, lived with anybody besides my roommates or, you know, in my uh, past relationship. And I just, I wasn't really feeling going live with her, live with my in-laws. So, you know, we talked about it some more. She kind of convinced me for us to do it. And we made that move, you know, moved in with them. And the goal was for us to save money to be able to buy a house. Well, kind of move, you know, we were there for a few months and... At that time, you were working at Chase. She was working at, at Chase Bank, and um, she ended up getting robbed at gunpoint. And, uh, you know, that was a traumatic experience. So, you know, I didn't want her to go back to work. I didn't want her to go back to working at the bank. And at this point, we had we've already has, we had the LLC for the business. We're living with my in-laws, so, you know, you know our expenses are, are a little bit lower at this point. You know, I'm uh, I'm still working as a juvenile probation officer, and I'm you know so I'm I'm working for it. So I'm carrying that that load, and I was like, babe, you know, we got the we got the LLC. Let's you know you're at home now. Why don't you just see what, what we could do with it? Yeah, but we that was one of the reasons why also we moved with my parents too. It wasn't just about the house; it was because of the business, you know. And then I had also started a nonprofit. That was another thing also, mm-hmm. and so. I knew that for what we wanted to do with the business, I knew that we needed the extra income. And so, well, so of course, like he said, we moved with my parents. I got robbed at gunpoint, which was a very traumatic experience, which we'll we'll talk about that, of course, later on down the podcast. But um, so in 2014, I mean, 2000, sorry, in 2015, I finally was like, okay, I'm going to do it. Um, and I really started to, I started research things. That is one of the, one of, uh, one of my great assets is research. Yeah. Um, I found some organizations where we live and I kind of just went there, but I had already did the legwork. So these organizations really helped like startups and I was a startup, but I, but I, of course we were a startup, but I kind of already had did all of the legwork for like the normal startups, like getting the LLC, you know, started working on getting websites, started working on getting business cards, just all of those things, the registrations, all of that. And so once that happened, um, I didn't even, I started, so a lot of our business in the first few years was local, state, and government contracts. So once I started researching and I started going to a lot of these classes because they were free classes, I started to learn more about the business that we were in, which was like maintenance and it was like construction. But we didn't have the construction license at that time. So, you know, like I said, we were doing all of that and I got my first contract, which if you guys are like familiar with like YMCA, it was like it was a it was pretty much like a YMCA. And we got the cleaning contract for that. 
And so, of course, we bid on it, bidding real low on it because we didn't know. But it was low enough to where I would be able to do it myself. And the contract was like $878 a month, right? So, that was cool because I was working at Chase part-time. So, it was pretty much the same amount that I was making when I was working at Chase. So... I did that and it was like two days a week two or three days a week and it would only take like an hour so did that and during the time we just started we had to have the insurance so we had paid like $1,500 for the insurance but the insurance story is like the thing because that was like our last $1,500 that we had saved up and you had to pay it before you even knew if you was going to get awarded the contract yes so yes. that was just truly like relying on God like like we sat in the insurance parking lot <laughs> it was y'all like I'm telling you it was just bad because we sat in the insurance parking lot and I'm and of course I'm the one so I'm nervous. I'm just sitting there like I'm like, man, I'm like, this our last fifteen hundred dollars. No yeah, because this was after matter of fact, this was our income tax money. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, man, I'm like, but if we spend this money and we don't get this, I'm like, you know, that's all we had or whatever saved. And so, you know, and mind you, pretty much he was working a a city job so his child support pretty much ate up one of his checks you know it was like it wasn't even take home was was extra low yeah so um so we were like okay so we paid for it and he was like well he he was like well the good thing about it is he was like once we got the insurance we got it right and that's kind of what motivated me a little bit because because jay always was a go-getter but he just wasn't an entrepreneur because of you know his experience that he with his mom being an entrepreneur so we got the insurance got awarded the contract and then boom i started working the contract and i had like um one of the little one of the little crackhead ladies and i probably shouldn't say that huh well, but it's raw and uncut, so yeah, she was on drugs. I'm not gonna say yeah, she was on drugs. So I was, she was a she was a friend of the family, but she was on drugs. Yeah, she so. was on drugs, yeah. and um, so I would get her, but I would pay her, you know, to come and help me, and so it was it it worked out pretty good. We had the contract for over a year, but yeah. the thing the thing about how God works is. Got awarded that contract in April, but we had started. So at this point, we got the bidding process going down. Now we like, oh, okay, so this is how this goes, you know? What whoop de whoop? So I can't believe I said whoop de whoop. <laughs> so um, did that, and so I ended up bidding on another contract. This contract was so big because it was like a college contract, but the college was it, it had the different community colleges in different towns yeah and so you know you could just imagine how much this contract was so it was over six figures and so we bid it on it and we waited i think it was like 30 days before they told us something yeah i think so but we but at this but at this time you know like i said we we had we were making a little bit of money so by then we so so we ended up going to Atlanta. We with his cousin and um the girl that he was you know messing with, 
and I got the email that we won the contract on the way to Atlanta. That was like so life changing. Like we remember, like yeah. it was it was really life changing because you know, of course, we had never saw that much money before. Now, granted, we didn't have the money in our hand. But we were awarded the contract. So we went through, you know, all the legality all the legalities and you know and whatnot. And um <laughs> I'm trying to make sure I don't miss anything. And so we had to go through a lot of, you know, red tape, but it wasn't like hard things, but we had to go through a lot of things. So July come and it's time to start the contract. And we still now mind you, at this point, you know, you have to have all of this equipment. We had to have buffers. We had to have janitorial carts. I'm talking about all kind of equipment. Chemicals. Chemicals. So it just wow. so happened that we had got. It just so happened that we the one of where I got my first office, where we got our first office at. The lady that owned the office building had a janitorial company. Yeah. <laughs> So she, so basically, what she did was some some of the money, cause some of the money we we did have a li- little bit of money, I guess maybe from like one of his checks or something. I don't really remember that part, but she ended up letting us. She had so much janitorial. She didn't have the chemicals, but she had the equipment. So she ended up letting us buy like a few of the the janitor carts and all of this, and then you know. Um, we were able to pay her like later. And so going through all of that, we get, like I say, we start the contract that August. Well, yeah, we start that contract that August and we had to have like how many employees? Like 11 for all of the different places. Now, mind you, we live an hour and a half away from where just one of the places that the contracts were awarded, because remind remind you, the the contracts were in different towns, so all of them were over an hour away from where we lived at. Right. But we did what we had to do, y'all. Like it was, I'm talking about never having employees. We're like twenty. We're like that. We were like twenty three years old. You know what I'm saying? Something like yeah. It was it was like crazy. But we did it. So, um, I'm trying to remember. So, oh, then let me. T- then another thing is, you have to do the work for 30 days, but you have to still pay your people. Right. Before you get paid. Before you get paid. Because when you're doing local and state contracts, it's a 30 day net payment. So, that was a whole another situation because we were like, God, how are we going to pay these so like she said, we just we jumped in this water and head first from one little small contract that we was making eight hundred dollars a month that she was working along with one other person to this six figure contract. I'm talking we I'm talking this contract with maybe it was about when it first started it might have been about sixteen thousand dollars a month to where we have to hire employees. Now we trying to do we trying to do we we acting as human resources trying to hire people. We doing apple. I mean, we going in there like we got it all together. We got our they never knew. You know, yeah. we got our our applications where we doing uh, interviews. Yeah. We, so how we did the interviews were 
in each of the towns they had libraries yeah. so what we did was did we do craigslist so some of the so the good thing was some of the employees we asked the the um person that was over facility services who would they recommend yeah. right and so that that allowed us to be able to get the good employees that were already there that knew the system so by us getting some of those employees and you know we and another thing we did was we paid them more than than they were being paid from the previous company that was another thing because i was just that kind of employer it was like now at times when the contracts were lower and i wasn't able to do that i always tried to incentivize my employees because i know good good people are hard to come by so that was one of the things that we did and then we would do craigslist and oh and then we would do indeed that was another thing too well we didn't do indeed until like further on no because indeed you don't you don't have to pay them for like 30 days also right yeah so that was another thing that we did so we would go set up in the libraries through the not because if you do it through the nonprofit, then you didn't have to you know yeah you didn't have to pay anything so we would set it up through the nonprofit, and we would have everything together and then that was the easy part right there right but once the work started because because since we knew that we were getting the contracts we basically started hiring like a month before right so just kind of like shift gears a bit on you know we're telling y'all like basically like you know how we to start yeah how we started into this this into this business realm you know like she said you know that was our second contract six-figure contract and within the matter of from that point up until i want to say with a matter of a year or two we had then obtained what maybe like four other contracts along with that one yeah something like that so so saying that to say we grew really fast and then and the, then the, then then the great flood came in 2016 yeah right. that was like a year later yeah so the flood came and then we got it we we added the construction component because we, we had already had the license for the right. home improvement but not for the general contracting right so we got to a point within two years that we that we literally was making about sixty about sixty thousand yeah. dollars a month and yeah. that's you know of course before expenses you know that's before yeah. we, you know we pay our because our in 2015 from from April to December we had made eighty nine thousand uh-huh. dollars yeah and then in 2016 we had made like three three eighty something um we could probably put the like we have the actual number on our tax return. And then the next year, it was like 700 and something. So, you know, mind you, the the year, the, the, the way that we did our year of our business was different. So, it was technically two years for our business. I, I say two and a half years, but it was actually like two years because we didn't get our first contract until April. And then we didn't get our next contract until that August. Well, we didn't start it until like that August. So for by by two years, we had already made over a million dollars. Now, mind you, I told you guys how young we were. And just imagine making that amount of money. And then this is the thing. We were only we only had to pay my parents $300 a month for rent. So that's what I was about to say. So I'm going back to what she, like, just piggybacking off of what she just said is going back to mindset. 
you know, we had then we had then made all this money, but we had a poverty mindset. We did. You know, the mindset didn't match the money that we was making. Yeah. We were we were we had a poverty mindset, we had a consumer mindset. We then, literally were paying my in laws three hundred dollars a month to live there. And when we first got when we first And hold on, let me say this real quick. It is not even just a poverty mindset. Me, I had so many experiences and traumas that I had not dealt with that I was that I was so broken in the inside so when you broken in the inside, you broken in the pockets and in the mind. You know what I'm right. saying? So just think about having a poverty mindset and just think about being being internally broken. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like that's just a recipe for disaster. Right. So so we would we just made we would just we just blew money. Yeah. We blew we were, we was buying cars. How we, many cars did we have at one time? Man, we had about at least four cars. Yeah. Living in living at her parents. Yeah. Now, mind you, I I owned a I owned some real estate that you know from from years when me and my mom. Yeah, like that I was, was the only, you were. I think he owned only, his first duplex when you you that were. That was the 20, only investment 20. that we had. Or we bought yeah. we bought some land. Well, actually, we bought property, so we bought an acre and a half, and then we bought um, a mobile home. So, but we'll get into that later on, like right. the plan for that. So right. we go ahead. So, so just the, so basically, I'm saying, you know, we had to made all we we had to made all this money, and because our because our mindset had not had not advanced to the amount of money that we made and we grew to we grew really fast and so credit we, we didn't even credit wasn't even a, well you no, no actually your credit no, was yeah, yeah my credit was good yeah, yeah. you know I was I it, it was it was such a crazy time like I was going to the car lot and just buying cars <laughs> in a way <laughs> In a, in a way that I had never I had never done before. So right. this, so this was like this was like new to me. Don't talk you know? about the credit cards. Oh like, my god. I'm gosh. talking about I'm getting credit cards that got, you know, five, ten thousand dollar limits. Yeah. I go to the car lot and this is the first time I go to a car lot and they say, Mr. Godet, you know, can I get you anything? Have a seat, you know, did you you know, I, I find the car that I want. I sit down. They say, "Oh, Mr. Gordon, everything looks good." You know, you don't even have to bring checks. You don't have to bring. You don't, I don't have to verify no no employment. I don't got. I don't got to do no verification. They say, "Mr. Gordon, you don't got to." And don't this was at Dodge. Well, he wasn't. We weren't buying a Dodge. But you don't need a down payment. Yeah. You know, everything is good. All you got to do is sign his papers, and you could take your you could take your car and go. I was like, I I text her and said, "Man, this is the most easy." I said, "I didn't even think this was real." Yeah, that was. I said, "This is." <laughs> but you got that. It was, but it was the Capital One car loan, though, huh? It was. Uh, yeah, it was through Capital One. That was yeah. the crazy part. Yeah, like it was. It was. It was really a time. Like, but the thing about it is, is that 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 sustained that like like mm-hmm. nothing happened in 2000 like like literally our business sustained until 2018 like we didn't we didn't we didn't end our last contract which our last contract was still what almost six thousand dollars a month until the that was the beginning of 2019 huh that was the end of 2018 no that was that j we didn't end until january the end of january that was the 2019 oh yeah yeah, so literally our last our last contract, which ended like I said January of 2019, actually it was like January 31st of 2019, which 
I didn't say this part, but so the business had grew so much, we didn't even say that. He was still working a full-time job. That was another thing. So we, so you guys know the, the ones that have own companies that have employees, how difficult it is, especially when you're doing like maintenance janitorial type of work. So this man would have to work have to go to work the next day but we but we would be an hour and a half away from home until like two and three o'clock in the morning because we were just that hands on to if we didn't have someone that would come we would go out there and of course he wasn't gonna let me go by myself and drive an hour and a, and a half away and then i gotta come back and in the dark you know at nighttime so he would come and i'm talking about we would be dog tire like dog tire but we still did it so i told him i was like well and i said by 2016 i said you know i'm i want you to go ahead on and quit your job and resign and so he did he was he was iffy about it but i told him i said i'm gonna get us enough contracts to where we're gonna be able to supplement your income where you'll be able to leave because i had needed help you know because from august you know mind you we have we have six colleges at this point so from august you know y'all can just imagine how difficult it was for me by myself to manage to manage that Plus, you know, I got a kid, so, you know, she, I, I think my daughter was in elementary school at that point, so that was really, really difficult, you know, and by 2016, he resigned the end of January, and one of the things that we did that helped us in the business also was he pulled out his retirement for us to reinvest into the business, which was, it, it could have been a good move but because we never actually saw it when you think about it like the benefits of it if we would have invested it in stocks or invested it in the property or something like that we would actually be seeing the fruits of that now right. we didn't do that so of course it was like okay we pulled the retirement out and then boom the money is just gone you know but yeah so that like we say like y'all we have so many stories but that's pretty much our start and as you can see it started and it moved very 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 rapidly right. I mean to the point to where like we say it, it wasn't out of control but you know then at that point the next year the you know like we said a natural disaster happened and that kind of it set us back but then it propelled us because because just in those months we on top of mind you we still had the contracts we still had the contract and it propelled it and really, then now we're doing 30 houses it propelled us but the mindset still wasn't yeah wasn't there the mindset still hadn't developed so it propelled us and now we get we're, we're profiting you know twenty thousand thirty thousand dollars I'm talking about cash checks, and then I open up a boutique. <laughs> cash checks, you know that that we still got the residuals coming from 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 the from the company, but we pulling we getting cash checks from from houses that's being renovated, houses that's being and flipped. don't have and, no idea what is you guys. And we just and I'm talking about we we literally living out of a suitcase, you know. One, oh yeah, because we were traveling one month, we so in, in much. LA, 
one month we no it was one week it was like it was like weeks then we in you know new york you know so it's like we live literally say croy say puerto rico the same time we still living at my in-laws though yeah Turk and Caicos. I'm talking about. I'm, yeah. we, we literally. I'm literally getting checks from clients that I can go and buy a house. Yeah. And, re- well, and, well, and renovate them. Well, yeah. I could have went. No, we could have. We literally yeah. could have went bought a house, a, yeah. a, a cash house, and renovated mm-hmm. for us to live in. Yep, that's the truth. But we over. We just. We just putting it in the bag. Everything. Throwing yeah, it in everything. the bag. I'm yeah. talking about. We literally got a suitcase pack. A car. Two carry-on suitcases packed with clothes in them because. We was just we were just catching flights that much. Yeah, we were. It was so ridiculous. And then we had even got to the point where we were where we where we were planning which we had employed our employees that had been with us for two years. We were moving them down here to we were moving them to the same um city where we lived at. Like just because we trusted them so much until one point it was it, one point our payroll was over like sixteen thousand dollars and we didn't we didn't notice it right away we noticed it three months later because of our payroll specialist and that's a whole other story too we'll get into and that was just that that was another ball drop I think that was getting to the point of the business though because I think that was like in two thousand and seventeen. Yeah. Yeah, it was getting to the point of then that I was so discombobulated with everything that I was doing because at this point we could not breathe. Like it was we we had like thirty two employees. Well we I say thirty two but it was really like twenty eight but we but we had subcontractors and stuff too, so that they're technically not employees. But that's just how how overwhelmed we were. But we didn't have we were not following a proven process and on top of that we were trying to we have had a consultant because we were trying to at this point have our own products so we're paying for a consultant so now we don't have to pay we don't have to go to these companies and buy products we're trying to produce our own products so <laughs> it was a lot but as you guys can see like we told you it's raw it's uncut and it's real it so and the journey the journey was real it's still real yeah it's, it's the fact that we can look and look at the mindset shift from now. but what was the point of us going down memory lane because i want to make sure so that that the, we you know point, yeah so grounded the, in something. exactly so the point was to just you know we go back how many years ago? Well, I can say this. That going down memory lane, it actually it actually acknowledged the money that we made. It acknowledged the struggle. It acknowledged the mindset. Yeah. It acknowledged the it acknowledged entrepreneurship. It it acknowledged business. It it, it we didn't say anything about our marriage, but it it really did exemplify all of those things within those years wow. that we experienced because you know, of course, we're trying to make sure that, you know, we, you guys are understanding, like, each thing, like, each, everything has, every podcast or every, every, yeah, every podcast will be grounded in something, of course, you know, topics, like we said, but we want to, we're giving you the backstory of who we are and why owning your keys matter so much yeah. is because at that point in our life we were not owning our keys we of course well we yeah just, well, we all we had was all we had was liabilities that's right. it we was just doing besides it. the property that you right. had 
and the land that we bought. But, well, yeah, because we bought that cash. But 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 like we're saying, you know, the purpose of us going down memory lane on this first podcast is to just give you the differentials of the mindset. And you, you know, just have to use those kind of words, huh? Okay, I can say differentials too. Don't get it. Don't, don't get that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, just the, the difference of mindset. You know, the mindset that we had when we first got into business opposed to now, it, it's, it's, it's a difference. You know, we had such a consumer mindset back then, such a poverty mindset that we, we, we the money that could have still been working for us right now was just was just blue in the wind right and and we and we gotta we gotta live with that we sit with that we reflect on that daily well not maybe not daily but me but me and me and me reflect on that often to think about man you know instead of have instead of us having this amount of properties right now we could have we could have so many so many more so many more things that's bringing us residual income if we would have been smarter with our money back then instead of being consumers or if we would have grounded ourselves in how do we want our life to look right and i think that that's a part that a lot of couples and a lot of people that get into business i don't think they they ground themselves in how do you how do you want your life to look how do yeah. you want your business to look and and that's what you should reflect on right. daily because if you reflect on daily then that brings you back to the mission and then another thing is that you know don't don't feel because that's something that we do as people and especially as you know what do we just do this as people we act like we got us we have to appear as we have it all together instead of just asking for help or getting help from a proven process a lot of stuff that me and Ming did we led to our own understanding we was leading each other throughout all of this because me and her that's all we had to, to lean on but that's why successful people always have coaches exactly. even if you think about even if you think about LeBron LeBron is one of the is one of the greatest basketball players I mean he's not better than MJ but I'm just saying he is one of our Kobe but you know he is one of the greatest basketball players and think about it he still has a coach right you know so right. when you ground yourself in in that it's like it's it's knowledge is really powerful yes. in how you use it exactly you know so like we say this was good this was good but we're gonna end on this note um y'all tune in you know it's this we got a lot yeah so just just tune in and um you know let it let it be fruitful you know come into it with an open mind and just and just roll with us you know Yep. And we're going to end on that note. And like we all, this is going to be our little saying, make every day a go day. It's not because our last name is a go, is go day, but it's about every day is a new day. Every day is a day for you to get up and go and get it. So that's why we call it every day should be a go day. Just go. Just do. Just do it and just own your keys. Own your keys, but I say own your ish. <laughs> Peace, y'all.